Welcome to the Wrap Yourself in Joy podcast. I'm Karen Dwyer, speaker, teacher, and author of four books on joy. If you're searching for more joy in your life, join me for about 15 minutes every week. It could change your life. My newest and fifth series, Joyful and Battle Ready, is based on my book, Wrap Yourself in Joy, Find the Joy and Fight the Fear, and it has an imprimatur. Today, I'm inviting you to join a Cup of Joy women's group. They meet over coffee each week to go through the study questions. For more information, go to wrapyourselfinjoy.com and look for Cup of Joy Women. The podcast is brought to you by the Ultimate Christian Podcast Network. Please subscribe to this podcast so you never miss an episode. Hello, welcome to Wrap Yourself in Joy. I'm Karen Dwyer, and you are listening to my fifth season podcast series, Joyful and Battle Ready. It follows the second part of my book, Wrap Yourself in Joy. Each week, we've covered how to welcome more joy and put on the armor of God. This is the eighth and final podcast in the series, and it's called Wrapped in Joy and Armored in Prayer. You know, prayer is the key to staying wrapped in joy and armored. For example, Psalm 16, 8, 9, and 11 say this, Therefore, my heart is glad and my soul rejoices. My body also rests securely. You, Lord God, show me the path of life. In your presence there is fullness of joy. At your right hand there are pleasures forevermore. When we pray, we come into his presence, and he has fullness of joy and pleasures forevermore for us. In John 15, 9 and 11, Jesus said, As the Father has loved me, so I have loved you. Abide in my love. And I have said these things to you, so that my joy may be in you, and that your joy may be complete. To abide in God's love means we are with Him, or in communication with Him in prayer at all times. Remember the simple More Joy Prayer Guide from our second podcast in the series? It's based on knowing that when we come to God, He gives us complete joy. Proverbs 15.8 says, The prayer of the upright is God's delight. So the Lord finds pleasure when you come to Him in prayer. He never thinks, oh, no, not you again. No, he says, I'm glad to be with you. I listen to you always. If we review the key points we've covered on staying joyful in this series, we will quickly find that it really relates to prayer. First, we must pray and receive joy from God the Father, Jesus our Savior, and the Holy Spirit, our fruit bearer of joy. Two, we come to the Holy Spirit and we pray or ask for increased capacity to receive God's love and joy. Three, we praise the Lord often. It's one of the five forms of prayer, and praise is connected with joy. For example, Psalm 95 says, Come, let us sing joyfully to the Lord. Let us come before Him with a song of praise. Joyfully sing out His praise. Four, we defeat joy busters with thanksgiving, another form of prayer, and prayerfully give the joy buster to the sacred heart of Jesus and receive joy in return. Five, two, reject the joy thief of worry. Philippians 4 reminds us to offer thanksgiving 
and rejoice with every prayer petition. Finally, we read and pray scripture daily, which brings deep spiritual joy and inner healing. So you see, prayer is the path to joy. Oh, and of course, there's so much more, but it has to start with prayer. In our fourth podcast, we covered receiving the oil of joy and the garment of praise from Jesus. I just love that. Jesus said God sent him to fulfill Isaiah 61, which is to bind up the brokenhearted, to proclaim freedom for the captives. And he goes on to say to give the oil of joy instead of mourning and a garment of praise instead of a spirit of despair, also translated heaviness or discouragement. So when you are discouraged, when you're feeling heavy, when you're feeling down, put on the garment of praise. Even if you don't feel like praising God, ask the Lord for his oil of joy and for help to slip on the praise garment. Prayerfully picture yourself taking that garment of praise and joy from Jesus, putting it around your shoulders like a shawl or wrap. Then turn on some praise music and sing along. In that way, you're wrapping yourself in praise, receiving the oil of joy. And don't go out without the garment. Remember, the devil will try to rob you of your joy and the joy of the Lord. He will try because the devil cannot experience true joy in God. So keep praising, keep praying, keep rejoicing and laughing with joy, and the devil will run. Next, the second half of each podcast took us to the armor of God from Ephesians 6. St. Paul tells us, be strong in the Lord and stand firm against the attacks of the evil one. Then Paul described each piece of armor ending with the sword of the Spirit in verse 17. In Ephesians 6.18, Paul says, Pray in the Spirit at all times, and to that end, keep alert and always persevere in supplication for all the saints. Interestingly, prayer isn't called a piece of armor, but it's connected to the armor. Did you know there's no punctuation or separation of sentences in the original New Testament Greek Bible manuscripts? So the need to pray at all times, or at every opportunity, as some translations say, likely connects to the armor. It's as if prayer activates the armor. We have found that each piece of armor represents Jesus, who we come to daily in prayer, who we put on daily with each piece of armor. Prayer is the foundation of a spiritual life for every Christian. In fact, St. Augustine, St. Basil, St. Chrysostom, and other church fathers stress it's very hard to be a Christian, if not impossible, without personal prayer or relational prayer. St. Augustine says, only in this personal relationship with Christ, only in this encounter with the risen one, do we truly become Christians. Our prayer is powerful. The enemy of our souls wants to distract us from prayer and make us think our prayers are ineffective. In Matthew 18, Jesus said we should pray always and never lose heart. That is, never grow faint, never give up, never be discouraged about prayer. Prayer is like 
oxygen to life. As a Christian, we live and breathe with prayer. When you hear Christians say, well, all we can do is pray, we need to respond. We will pray, God will hear, and He will change everything. Can you imagine what God would do if we prayed before every opportunity or activity? When prayer is the atmosphere we breathe and we keep breathing it, the Holy Spirit is released to work in unimaginable ways and supernatural graces and gifts are poured out all around us. The Catholic Church defines prayer as a vital and personal relationship with the living God. It's a communion with Christ. It's a covenant relationship between God and man. So prayer is a relationship with God through Jesus Christ. God is with us always. He is for us. He is our helper in all things. So praying at all times means we're always connected with our closest friend. There is never a time to cease involving Jesus in our lives or to ask the Holy Spirit for guidance or discernment in everything we do. It will have amazing results. Praying at every opportunity or occasion as the New American Bible Lectionary Version translates it, conveys that there are various times of every day, maybe opportunities that arise, that we need to pause and just for a moment pray and bring the event or the situation to Jesus. The book of Nehemiah offers this example. Nehemiah, while working amid great difficulties to rebuild the gates of his city, would often stop what he was doing in a few words, pray to God for help and guidance. In Nehemiah 6, 9, he gives us this example as he simply prayed, But now, O God, strengthen my hands. In other words, he was praying for the strength of God to help him do all that he had to do. Praying at every opportunity establishes a deep personal bond between you and the Lord. It's always heart to heart when you're speaking with him, and he hears you whenever you speak. In fact, Pope Francis says we can have confidence in prayer. Prayer is more than just a physical emotion or an intellectual act. It's an inner desire to encounter God with confidence. God has revealed himself to us in his son, Jesus Christ. So the prayer of a Christian brings us into relationship with God without fear, without trepidation. One can establish a relationship built on confidence with him in prayer. So, let's summarize those six pieces of spiritual armor we must put on. They include the belt of truth, the breastplate of righteousness, shoes made ready to proclaim the gospel of peace everywhere we go, the shield of faith, the helmet of salvation, and the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God. We should think about the armor often and, of course, put it on. We can speak to God about it because He provides it for us. He understands it. He is in each piece of the armor, and we can pray with each piece of the armor. So, let's try it. Lord Jesus, I buckle up the belt of truth around my waist to support my faith core because the evil one likes to whisper lies, deception, diversion, division, and discouragement. But Jesus, you say, you are the way, the truth, and the life, in John 14, 6. And your word is truth, John 17, 17. So I declare, Jesus Christ is Lord. 
I partake of him in the Eucharist. I renew my mind with scripture. I entrust my life to you, O Lord. Lord Jesus, I put on the breastplate of righteousness to protect my heart. That's my thoughts, feelings, and desires. When the evil one says, oh, I'm not worthy, I say Jesus paid the price for my sins with his death and resurrection. 2 Corinthians 5.2 says it well, For our sake God made him Jesus to be sin who knew no sin, so that in him I might become the righteousness of God. So in Christ Jesus, I am the righteousness of God, because Jesus is the righteous one. Lord Jesus, help me to put on spiritual shoes, ready to proclaim the gospel of peace. Everywhere my feet take me, help me to bring your peace and share the gospel of peace. Jesus, you are the Prince of Peace, and in John 16, 33, you said, I have told you this so that you might have peace in me. In the world you will have trouble, but take courage. I have conquered the world. So, Jesus, you are my peace, and I take you and what you did for me on the cross everywhere I go. Lord Jesus, help me to raise up the shield of faith to quench the flaming arrows of the evil one. You promised to be my shield and refuge against attacks and temptations and doubts and fears. And Psalm 84 reminds me, the Lord God is my sun and shield. I can push back the evil one by calling on your name, the name of Jesus. You are my shield. Lord Jesus, I fasten the helmet of salvation firmly on my head. The helmet protects my mind from the destructive arrows aimed at my faith, especially the resurrection from the dead, which means I will be with you for all eternity. 1 John 5.11 says, and this is the testimony God has given us, eternal life, and the life is in his Son. Whoever has the Son has life. Thank you, Jesus. I have you. I will have eternal life. Eternal life lives in me. Finally, I take up the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God. Lord, help me to read your Word and meditate on it every day, even for just 10 minutes a day. Then I can pray with the Scriptures and hear you speak to me. When the evil one whispers doubts and fears and worries and loneliness or anything else, the Holy Spirit will bring these verses to mind and I can repeat them because your word is the sword of the Spirit. Well, it's time to end our journey for today and for this series. So I encourage you to read Ephesians 6, 10 through 24 one more time and often. Let the call to put on the armor of God grip your thoughts. Remember what God taught you about standing strong and firm in battle. Try to visualize yourself daily putting on each piece of the armor of God. Act it out in your mind. Try it and you'll find new strength. Finally, keep in mind that rejoice means to feel joy again. So always return to joy, which means you return to prayer. You return to praise. You return to thanksgiving. Run to a secret place where you can take time to be with God. You can quiet yourself, block out distractions, speak and listen to Him, and receive His joy. Then praise and thank Him from your heart. The devil will flee because he can't stand joy and rejoicing in Jesus, and he won't be able to penetrate your armor put on in the name of Jesus.
Well, that's it. We've come to the end of our Joyful and Battle Ready podcast series. You can find podcasts and free bookmarks from this series on my website, wrapyourselfinjoy.com. In the next few weeks, we'll be starting the new series, A Joyous Advent, Journey with the People, Events, and Prayers. You could even host a small group study with just another person called Cup of Joy Women. Sign up at my website and I'll send you free materials every week to accompany each podcast so your Advent is even more joyous too. Until next time, I pray you will be joyful and battle-ready always. Thanks for joining me today. Please visit me on my website, wrapyourselfinjoy.com, where you can learn more about my books, download free bookmarks, and connect with me. Please follow me on your favorite podcast app and invite a friend to join you too. You can download the show notes from today at wrapyourselfenjoypodcast.com. Until next week, this is your friend, Karen Dwyer, reminding you to wrap yourself in joy. Mm-hmm.